Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Happy Independent Music Venue Week. We have Bronwyn. <laughs> yes, it's the Bronwyn and Josh show. How are you, Bronwyn? I'm ill. I <laughs> yes, I mean, um, nobody will be able to tell. Uh, are you sure? You'll Can do you the hear whole... my voice? Hello. There we go. You've got Hello. the Phoebe Buffet thing. I do. Like, I do. First dick issue. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Um, Bronwyn Cooper from Underline the Sky and just an all-round wonderful musician is here just talking about her great life and everything and how we all wish we were her. But oh, you know. Thanks for reading that off the piece of paper I just gave you. <laughs> <laughs> the more of a post-it note you stuck to my face. Um, so um, Harley's not here, we're, so we're going we're gonna to sort of ask Bronwyn what she's doing in a moment. But he did give us a little bit of a catch-up. He is away for seven weeks on a little piano cruise i say a little piano cruise it's probably very big i think so i think it's, it's like a ferry cruise yeah thing. it's not like a, a, a rowboat no with a band on that'd be no. a bit much um so he's given us an update he's going to be giving us some updates over the t over the time he's there um so this is his first one he's also ill oh no hello everybody harley here i am recording this from aboard the pride of rotterdam in our dressing room i just thought i'd uh, record a little uh Catch up for those who are curious what I've been up to over the last five days. Uh, we joined the Pride of Rotterdam on the Monday and travelled from Rotterdam in uh, Holland to the UK for our first night. It was a really good first night. We had lots of fun uh, playing these songs for the first time in front of an audience. And it, and it was really good. Sorry, I have caught a horrible cold. Uh, I guess that's the downsides of... Um, moving into close quarters with a big crew. Uh, so I do apologize about that. It has uh, stopped me doing some singing, but other than that, still rocking going forwards. It's really great here. Uh, the whole crew is everyone's really nice, looks out for each other. It's just a really nice atmosphere amongst the staff. It's really great. This is the first day where we've had kind of a lot of spare time just to kind of chill. What we've been doing uh, is doing the gig at the evening and then in the mornings the next day having a little catch up going for any bits that we wanted just to tidy up or just to uh, confirm that we know on any bits but every song's gone really well we've played 90 songs over two days so we've got we play four sets a night and we do two different lots of four sets uh, to keep it keep it interesting also for those people who do a day out uh, they get a different set both nights so yeah, it's a really great kind of setup that we've got. Everyone's really on it. The band are just incredible. Uh, I've spoken about Dan, who we've played with before. Matt, who I've spoken of, another Ipswich guy. And we've got singer Catherine, who's really good, really upbeat. It's just really easy to perform with these guys. It's always someone dancing and throwing the shapes on stage, which is great because it just makes it a lot easier to perform. And for the audience, it's a lot easier for them just to get into it and have a lot of fun with it. We have just been really, really enjoying it. I can't say uh, I don't don't miss my people back home. If so, you know, if friends or family miss, lives listening, I, you know, I'm still thinking about you, especially you, Josh. I miss you, mate. I really do. But anyway, anyway, I uh, what I'm going to try and do is try and fill in every week. I might even get some of the guys uh, from the band uh, to join me, and we'll talk about what we've been up to so far, really, and. Um, yeah, so if you have any questions, please email in or just message us, whatever. I'd like to send you my, uh, do some sailors questions. That's weird. Yeah, so anything, fire it our way and uh, we'll see what we can what we can answer and whatever. So I'll let you get back onto the real show with the true, with the true star, Josh. Um, enjoy. Thank you for checking in and uh, we'll see you next week. Bye. Oh, we miss you, mate. We miss him, don't we? we Your jingles make me die. <laughs> thank you. My girlfriend says the same thing. Uh, well, thank you, Harley, so much for that. Send us one next week. But next thing, next important thing, Bronwyn. Mm. What'd you do? What, what do you What do you do? <laughs> In general? <laughs> 
in general, general general what do you do oh so what do i not do is uh, the question good point I mean, no. uh, so i know i've known you for 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 too long for your for your good i know um, and but i just remember like so so you and hicks went to school together right no so we actually didn't. We caught the same bus. Oh, right. Okay. Because I went to a girls' school and okay. he went to Ipswich School. Was that, was that uh, not St. Albans? Um, um, Amberfield. Amberfield, yeah, right, yes. I went there. Course. So girls' school, kilts, very is nice. It ki- is, it, is it closed now? It's closed now. Yeah, yeah. So proves that, you know. Good, <laughs> kilts don't yeah, work. Yeah, kilts don't work. <laughs> um, yeah, so then I met I met Hicks um, getting off my bus because my boss, bus stopped at Ipswich School. Right. And then Hicks... Um, he said the first thing he remembers of me is me coming off the bus at 14 going, God, I really want a McDonald's. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and apparently that's the first day. And he's like, nothing's changed. <laughs> yeah. um, so well, you still catch yeah. the school bus every I, day. Oh, yeah, still catch the school bus. <laughs> but I don't know the McDonald's thing. I'm just obsessed. But he, yeah. So, and then we just started talking from there. And we just hung out with Indie Night and Pool Club yes. back in those days. Rock. But we saw so Enter Shikari's. You were at the Enter Shikari show. Yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah I yeah, was yeah. there as well. But oh, I didn't see? know you then. I didn't know you then. It's just yeah. mad, isn't it? Yeah. But um, that, that's how long I've known Hicksville, 14. So, nice. um, yeah. So w- at what point did you suddenly go, okay, music is, is like my thing, man. Do you know what's really weird? We were Dan and I were talking about this the other day, about right. how we actually got into a band and really got into the music thing because we were really trying to think about it. Um, Dan's probably going to ha- hate me for saying this. Mm-hmm. But the first time I really got to know Dan, he, um, we went to the Golden Lion in Ooh. Ipswich. Um, it was uh, Hicks and I, and we were just out with a couple friends. I said, How old do you reckon? We were like, Probably 17, 18. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. You could sneak into the Golden Line. You yeah, could do you that, could back you? then. Yeah, yeah. yeah they, they kind of let you. And then <laughs> I just saw Tom Bryce and Dan Oten sitting um, near the bar and Dan had a black eye and a broken nose. <laughs> and they got into a fight outside of Liquid. But not that they didn't. Someone started on their right. friends and then Dan, being the hero that he was, got involved. Right, yeah. And he was the one that ended up looking black and blue. Bless his heart. Yeah, it always happens. But um, that's how we met them. And they were like, oh, I'm not sure about that Hicks guy. <laughs> and I was like, huh, what do you mean? Uh-huh. They said, oh, he looks a bit dodgy. I was like, coming from you. <laughs> he <too."> does, yeah. <laughs> and then I don't know what happened, but something had obviously happened during the week. And then we met up again at the Golden Lion, all four of us, and realized that one could play the guitar, one could sing, one, another one could sing, and then play drums. And then we went, should we just be in a band? That's the so best So it started thing. in the Golden Lion, yeah. That's great. Yeah, yeah. Was, I mean... So what can you point to any particular song where you were like, oh man, I need to be a singer? 100%. Yeah? So. Uh, One song. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. And, it, and it is typical, but it was Paramore. Um, really? Yeah, it was Paramore. Uh, Misery Business. Yeah, I yeah. seeing it on the music channels at my friend's house. Right, yeah. And I was like, this is just the coolest yeah. thing I've ever seen. Absolutely. Did and you sing before that? Because I know you've done theatre and you've done lots of different sort of avenues, but... Did, had you done singing lessons before you heard Paramore? Yeah, so fun, and again, a funny story, I was actually trained in opera. Nice, <laughs> so yeah. So I got all my grades and everything in opera. I was singing opera from the age of, I think, 13 to 16. Incredible. And got like grade six in it. And, Incredible. And then I was just, it just wasn't for me. I, and I did theatre, mm. like you said, and I was really into it. And then when I saw Paramore, I just thought, this is just the coolest thing yeah. ever. I want to completely change what yeah. I'm doing to my mum's sadness <laughs> my mum was hoping that I'd be singing on stage with Andrea Pacelli or something <laughs> it still could happen mate it I mean, could you know, never know seriously could uh, yeah just like I think it's, it's good to have lots of different perspectives on music when you go into it because if I mean there's so many people I know that are like metal is just my thing hip hop is just my thing yeah and, and nowadays uh, the lines are so blurred mm-hmm. and so many the younger generation just doesn't care about genre bound genre <laughs> Genre, genre. genre, both, genre, yeah, gender both. and they genre. Don't care about any of it. So I mean, you know, that's why you get sort of the little Nas X and Old Town Road kind of thing. And yeah, the, and I love that. Though. Yeah, and you just see loads of like hip hop artists with metal t-shirts on and uh-huh. that are really emo. <laughs> yeah, a hundred percent. And I love all that, and I like seeing new people at gigs as well. That you back in the day, we'd be like, you'd never be at this yeah, gig. Exactly. And now it's it's more acceptable, I think. Absolutely, it's much more yeah accepting. Um, so the the band started. Is it? It's t- sort of 10 years ago, but it's not 10 years ago, isn't it? Because you had your 10-year anniversary yeah. a while back, but it was it was going on for longer than that. Yeah, it's nearly, I'd say about 11, if yeah. you're going to really, 11, maybe even a bit more. So we mm. kind of got together about the end of 2008. Yeah. And then 
within like six months we were playing V in yeah. 2009, which is just ridiculous. <laughs> now that I look back at it, I'm like, oh yeah. my. But I listen back to it. Was, or anything. What was it? The 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 the, uh, the video for Live This One Down. Yeah, that was at the Steam. At the Steam, but I was there for that one. You were there. But I remember, like, I think I saw you at, like the second gig you did at Steamboat. Yeah, something like that. And I don't remember who. I think Ed Sheeran was there, but I yeah, don't know. Yeah, he was. No, he was. Yeah, yeah, he was. And which is a crazy thing. Like, I don't know. It was uh, when you're there, you're sitting there going like, I know this band's good. I know this singer's good. Um, that's going to be. This is a good gig. Okay, Aww, that's that's that done. Like that, thank you. You know what I mean. But like, you sort of at the end of it, you're like, that was a really good gig. I'm really really glad I saw that. Uh, but you're not sitting there going, cool. When they're at the O2 <laughs> or when they're playing the V I Festival, I but, you know, I'm not, you know, I'll be sitting there going, oh, it was the first thing. You know, it's, you'd never really, I think people always sit there and say, oh, I could see that they were going to be big. But yeah. I don't think, you, you know, how big and, 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 it's definitely, how I think, well, talking about that, I think, and I know a lot of people say it, and I think it's one of those things everyone knows a person of, of who he knows or a family member, or but with the Ed Sheeran thing, we genuinely, when we saw him, the first time we said he's gonna definitely mm. make it right for sure and then like we used to gig with don broco yes. and again mallory they knox. Were, yeah mallory knox um Def Havana. Yeah. like we were gigging all the time with those kind of guys i don't know what we've done wrong but <laughs> no. all of them all of them have really made and, and again at the same time we were like they're definitely they've got something mm. special i think and i think the only thing that might have hindered us a little bit was probably the paramore uh, it's always comparisons the but comparison part and, and the fly leaf and things like that and I think do you think so sorry just to interject no, no, there no, no. that you? is a, that is a, there is a gender thing there that's what I was just about to say yeah. I feel like they had enough of the women no like, I think they were like I think the music industry were very much like well we've got Paramore we've got fly leaf we've got someone else uh, Taylor Momsen, whatever, and then they were like, "That's a, a three's enough, or three right. or four's enough." And I think I have to disagree with you. I don't oh, think really? I, I don't think it is because oh, there's enough. I think I feel it, like they think it. The people that right get them. Uh, yeah, I see what you mean. I see what you mean absolutely. But I, I really do think there are just bound like boundaries chucked up there. Yeah, that like you know bands again. Don Don Broco sound completely different to anybody. Yeah, Def Havana. Yeah. Def Havana, however, sound like so many other bands. They do. Mallory Knox yeah. as well. And uh, but so you know you could compare them to a date, a date to remember, or like yeah. you know you could compare them to Architects and, and sometimes Unit yeah. Six. And so they, but they don't sit there and go, "Oh, that's a problem." They say, "Okay, that's a selling point," kind of mm-hmm. thing. Uh, whereas a lot of people say they go, "Oh, they sound a bit like Paramore." So that's, they don't. Yeah, it's just because they've got a female singer there. That, I think that's what I was trying to leap. get out. Yeah, I completely agree with you. I think, and it, in a way, it kind of. It hindered us slightly, but I, mm. I think now we're actually doing better now than we have done in years. Yeah. So I think, like you said, with being more accepting, people are like, actually, no, we want as much music as possible mm. instead of stopping it and going, oh, no, we've got yeah. that band or that band or that band. We don't want to find any more like that. And it's actually, well, no, yeah. it's nice. And you're so creative now, you guys. Like, you, 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 I mean, you, you're always releasing something. That's the great thing about doing the research for this show. If, I, if, there's, a, if there's a slow week in terms of releases <laughs> or who's playing locally, I know there's an Underline the Sky track that's only been released within a few months. Oh, that's so cool. that it needs to be pushed. And, and I love it when that happens happens because i mean the lockabillies we're not great at that it's kind of like we'll do an album and then we'll release it right. all in one block but we used to be like that though yeah but you you learned so you've 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 sort of gone through that gamut yes and so the um i said no i thought i said gammon uh, <laughs> no, no, i did say it right you've gone through the gammon <laughs> and then you've sort of gone uh, okay so that has worked before but it doesn't mean we should, you know, flog the dead horse. Just exactly, yeah. keep going with something keep different. Keep going with it. So um, you have done some, you know, really, really, really cool stuff uh, this week. So tell us. What are we doing next week? <laughs> what did you do last week? Because wow. it was really interesting. So you had some performances at the Apex. Yeah. So um, we we so what we're doing is at the moment I'm the reason why I'm ill is because I think I'm burning the candle at both ends. Right. I'm yeah. Doing that it does thing. happen. It does happen. Um, so we recently had a gig in Berry. Saturday just gone, so that was great. And again, I'm going to be in a gig in Berry at the Apex this week on Saturday night um, with Connor Adams, with Connor Adams Reno and Rome. Reno Rome. I'm not. It's not underlying the sky, but I'm in the background with an egg shaker. Yes. And a four-part harmony, so I'm nice. excited. Yeah, it's so fun the egg shaker. I love the egg shaker, yeah. and it's a lot more difficult. Yeah, than it really is, like tambourine. I, I have to do a bit of that as well. Thank oh, it's not hard. as much because it's too much pressure. Oh, it's hard. 
but it's hard, I think. Yeah, I've got we got Harley to record it for for the for the Lockerbillies album, <laughs> and he was sitting there, going, oh my god. It's so I think because it's so monotonous. Yeah. you then kind of trick yourself. I think you're fine. And panic. I think that's James what it is. Hicks taught me that. We yeah. I was recording some drums for the album. He was playing the drums, and he was like, and I was like, can I do the tambourine? He's like yeah <laughs> so I start doing it he's like no this is awful we're gonna have to get somebody else to do it yeah that's yeah that sounds yeah. like him so um so what is ctc oh ctc so it is um children's theater company amazing it's a, an academy and a foundation course so um it is basically for dramatic arts music and dance Incredible. and they just did a show oliver i think everyone knows it Great. more the, the uh, musical yeah the musical oliver and they did it at the apex and sold out every night incredible uh they're just the most um talented kids I've What's ever the age worked range? with. so the age range so i work on a wednesday and a saturday and a tuesday right, um i know so the saturday and the wednesday they range from four Right. To 16. Oh, incredible. The academy just lets you go up to 16. Yeah. Um, and then the foundation course, which I teach on a Tuesday, I've got 15 insanely talented kids who have already got, I think five of them have already got offers to very, very prestigious drama and music nice. um, schools in London. It's, it's yeah. so elating, isn't it's it? It's so elating because you feel like, you know, you don't want to brag, brag, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. but You've You're kind of part. part of that help, yeah. getting them there. So it's really, really exciting. And they, and they range from the age um, 18 to 21. Oh, that's cool. Right, yeah, yeah. And they were the ones that got on stage oh. at Mecca Bingo. Yeah, the Mecca Bingo, the underlying Stole my show. Thunder. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was right at the end. It was really good because, um, uh, you know, that was election day. It was. Everybody was feeling feeling down. Yeah. But the music all night was really uplifting. Uh-huh. And right at the end to have, you know, these guys that like, you know, don't go to get on stage at a gig often. They'll yeah. go up at a theatre thing it's so they're out of their comfort zone. Get up and, and sing a blinder they were and perform so it as well. I know, and perform it. It was a Christmas song, wasn't it? Yes. White Christmas or something That was like it. That. Boom. Ba-doom, yeah, ba-doom, and ba-doom. they're just so good. And no, was it? We go bumby dumby dum. Oh, yeah, bumby dum. Like There's <laughs> so always good. a bum in there. Isn't it? Yeah, always. Uh, well, that's great. Okay, we're going to talk about a little bit more about what you did last week and okay. what the what the future holds. But I would like to play you some music. These guys are playing locally for Independent Venue Week. Uh, the amazing Rice Shabby, who is a local guy, um, he is guesting with Verb T. This is his uh, most recent track with them. This is a question of time. It's available on Spotify etc enjoy that was the glorious Rai Shabby guesting on a Verb T and Pitch 92 track A Question of Time that is available on all good streaming platforms and if it isn't then it's not a good streaming platform yeah it's really chill I love mm, it yes I love it's it, really I love nice. it. exactly um, and it's one of the only Rai Shabby tracks I've been able to play on the radio oh, oh, oh I see, <laughs> yes, I see. Like, ooh language oh, naughty so Bronwyn I would like to ask you from, you know, as, as is mostly dudes on this show. Um, so uh, it's a big old, you know, sausage fest. So Ooh. we would like to know. Oh, I'm hungry. No, I'm vegan, no, we'll do a oh, vegan God. one. Um, the, the, the question I, I like to ask, I was talking to Amy Rag about this as well. Um, have you got any horror stories of being, you know, you've worked mm-hmm. in the music industry for a long, long time now, mm-hmm. a lot more than many people, um, do you still, have, there, have you got a horror story of getting a barrier just thrown up at you because of, of being a woman? I do, actually. Uh-huh. I've got, yeah. It's always the same one that kind of comes to my head. Um, back when it was MySpace. Oh, yes. Um, we got a message from some randomer. Right. And it basically started off by saying, you know, girls shouldn't be... Um, in a band all this kind of stuff and we were rubbish okay. and then it started to get really creepy to the point where it was like I want to it, it literally said word for word I want to put your lead singer in the boot of the car and set it on fire jeez um, and the guys and the guys were amazing I mean they were like <laughs> really really beat yeah, up course, like, we're yeah. going to find him it's I thought, a brotherly no, thing yeah. but obviously we blocked him and all this kind of stuff but I think an online thing for women is so much scarier than for men. I mean, I can't yeah, say it's for men, but yeah. uh, the, um, some comments like we used to get on a YouTube channel and, and things, things like that, I mean, some of them are just nasty. Mm. And luckily I'm not the type of person to really care. And I think being around guys is so great because in the band, they're just like, shrug it off, shrug it off, don't worry about it. Yeah. But for a girl, I think it's when you're told, oh, you're really ugly and you shouldn't be the lead singer, mm. well, how are you the front of your band? And I remember having a really 
pixie cut back in the day and yeah, like, I remember that one, yeah. you're such an ugly lesbian just because I have short hair just like ridiculous stuff mm. and it's like and you think after a while like some girls can really get upset by it but luckily Absolutely. it really doesn't happen that much anymore um, if it does it's usually to my face and I'll probably end up just smacking them yeah I think that's the kind of barrier I wouldn't say barrier in it, as in it would stop me doing something but barrier in the fact that I think it's slightly different of of getting well like, you've a, worked kind of very abuse. hard on confidence stuff over the years yeah. I mean you know it, it takes a lot to get up on stage in front of thousands um, and just to release your music takes yeah. a lot of confidence there's so many people that I know of that have written some great songs but just never actually put it out there because it's just they, they don't think it's any good so you know not luckily but because you worked hard on that one you've got this kind of you've steeled yourself yeah. away from somebody if somebody throws this inflammatory comment at you or something like that then you can sit there and go it's okay because I've got a good opinion of myself 100%. Um, not like you know I'm not saying you know the ego and having self-confidence are different they things. are very different things I th- hope so anyway yeah absolutely yeah. I think so it's like you know you can still you can love yourself without being a douche yeah <laughs> you know? I mean yeah back in the day I, I easily w- I remember really crying over that comment and it just and more so it was scary and i thought well you didn't dare say it about any of the other guys Mm because you probably were too scared to say it to uh, men but you were you could say it to an 18 year old girl yeah that's different yeah okay well i do yeah i do i I have to admit i've never had any internet hate see that's so good i don't well i don't think so i'm not that i can remember if not then obviously i've just buried it but like you know yeah so but I'm not saying that that's because of my gender, but I think that is plays into it. I think so, and I think a lot of like with Paramore and mm. and uh, Taylor Swift, just anyone really female fronted. The amount of oh, just it, a lot of the sexualness I mm. find in comments just Oof. I find just a bit weird. Like you don't really hear a girl doing that, mm. writing that about a guy in the back. Well, maybe that, you well, that's do. One thing I, is that I, I have had that. It's mostly not girls. It's usually middle-aged women. <laughs> And it's usually filth. Um, yeah, but it, I think that sometimes can be a bit uh, yeah, wrong. I mean, that's the thing, because, I mean, you know, me reading it, I'm sitting there going, <laughs> well, nothing's going to happen, so it's fine. <laughs> um, but, like, you know, you don't sit there and think, oh, hold on. I mean, you know, I do, I do get the old grope at shows and things like this. And that's so wrong, though. It's Even wrong. For, for guys and girls. We can brush it off because it just doesn't happen as often. Yeah, and but also I think people think it's, acceptable but actually it's still it not just because you're a guy but, you I, I, but like you said i think you have that mentality men have that mentality <laughs> of just being like men. yeah whatever like <laughs> i love Sorry. that you're like i'm one of them uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um and, and i think girls it's, it's a lot harder to shrug something like that mm. off if you if you especially the volume of it the amount that it yeah. happens you could just sit there and go is there something wrong with me yeah 100 yeah no it's sad but i mean it, it's good that we've had you know uh, some 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 progression in the past few years. I think so. Um, and and that it's 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 opened up. It's actually made me want to open up and talk to people about it more, mm-hmm. um, and just get different perspectives. Uh, which before I'd just be like, oh, it's just obviously I don't hear about it, so it's not a problem. So. Yeah, and I think it's like you said, it's so much more accepting to talk about it now. Whereas before, it used to never just mm. never be spoken about. It was one thing that um, I was talking to Amy Rag about uh, was that. Um, it's the being talked down to thing at gigs. Have you ever had that from promoters, stage managers? I've um, had it from sound quite engineers? a few sound engineers. Really? Yeah, yeah. I have. That's, that's not the first time I've heard that. Um, I think sound engineers, they're either, I, I always say that you've got to treat them with the utmost respect because they're mm. the ones that are going to make you sound good. So if you walk in there and act like you're this big band and go, make me sound better and you don't help them out, then fine. But I've, again, I've been at mostly London shows and we don't play a lot of London, but I've been to a couple of London shows back in the day. Actually, one of them was Islington Academy and one mm. of the sound guys there. I went over and I was like, oh, just let you know I've got some in-ears and he just blanked me completely mm. and went up to the guys and said oh do you need any do you have any in-ears or anything and I was like yeah yeah I've got some in-ears and he looked at me and he was like I'm asking them are you in the band I was like yeah <laughs> like and it was just it did have that feeling of yeah. because I was a woman I can't know anything right about it although the guys in the band are probably going to be like you literally don't turn up with anything I have no idea what you're doing <laughs> just turn up with not even a mic <laughs> I mean that's all singers though <laughs> that's all, but, but I mean I have had definitely have had that so has did you say Amy's had that as well yes yeah yeah just yeah. like you know you're putting on the gig 
I mean, you know, she promotes stuff, and I've, I'm talking to other other, other women that promote mm. stuff, like Andy Hopgood, and she's yeah, just like, yeah. I put on the gig, and the person that who's doing the sound will just be like, okay, can I talk to who's in charge? And then you tell them, and you can just see by yeah. their face, they're like, oh, mm. okay. Yeah, I think the, the, the next step up is just to be like, uh, you know, he comes over to the band and says, you know, Oh, does anybody here know what's going on? And they just point at you. Yeah, I think <laughs> you know, that's what it should That's happen. what we all kind of need to do a bit more. All right, so we're going to play again some more music. Yay. Um, This next track, thank you, Bronwyn, for oh, sharing no, no, with us, mate. Thank Thanks for sharing. Share and share alike, share as share just like the Facebook game that's on today. Um, <laughs> We are live on iradio.co.uk. You can also find us on YouTube and the podcast on Apple Music. Anywhere there are good podcasts, right? So... Mm-hmm. Today, we're going to be talking about an artist on Box Records. Um, if you like your Doom, you like your Stoney, you like your Sludge, and you like a bit of grunge music, these nice. guys are playing locally. I am an absolute fan of these guys. Um, we played their stuff, um, uh, Man's Milk, a little while back. Uh, this one is called Choices. It's their brand new uh, track. We're getting quite an exclusive play on this because it's not released yet. Yeah. They're playing this weekend. I cannot wait to go and see them. Oh, this awesome. is The Incredible Luminous Bodies. The UK's live music industry is getting some extra help from the government. We've also got the HMV in Bury St Edmunds is closed down with a DJ set and some Grammy scandals. Music news. (laughs) Bronwyn, we got music news, mate. We do. I told you it was coming. Um, tell me, tell me all the news. And the news. All right, so uh, this one came in today. I want to thank Dan Harvey, Andy Hopgood for um, giving me some scoop on this one. Uh, the UK's live music sector has welcomed news that the government will slash business rates by 50% for small and medium-sized grassroots music venues. I mean, that's great for independent music. Is this music a definite venues. thing? Apparently. Okay. Apparently. Well, I still I'll believe it when I see good it. Good point, good point. I really will. Yeah, it, it's, yeah. Great. You, you get promised a lot, never, but yeah. yeah. Uh, the reduction secured by Music Venue Trust uh, we'll see more than £1.7 million released back into the grassroots live sector, Ooh. benefiting hundreds of venues. The live music circuit has welcomed the announcement following a prolonged crisis that has seen 35% of grassroots music venues close in the last decade. Oh, my God. I mean, half of them you and I have played. Yeah, yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> so it's sad to see them go. Um, the, music, uh, the business rate relief will save 230 grassroots music venues an average of £7,500 a year. That's no mean feet no and if it happens then finally yes that's all i'm gonna say absolutely i mean yeah there's so many places that we've seen closed down like the borderline in london oh, I know. um you know there used to be like the albion mills and and uh is story closed now that's a good question i don't know I heard, if, if, if I, you guys know listening in let's yeah, know let's know I, i'm pretty sure i heard something about that or yeah. it was and that's so sad yeah it's our, like, so you just see him go but there it's I was saying this uh, on this documentary that Bronwyn is going to be part of on the mm-hmm. BBC um, that it's only in 2017 that the the amount of le- venues closing to work versus the amount of venues opening has le- leveled out. Right. So that you know a venue will close, but there'll still be another one opening. Okay. Um, and so that started to happen. That's because of things like the Music Venue Trust um, and just you know people like the Musicians Union helping out. Uh, so it's just it's not something that you can just go okay sorted mm-hmm. now we can just let it carry on and everything will be fine it's going to be a constant fight so yeah. um speaking of closures speaking of closures the hmv in bury st edmunds is closed down oh, that's so sad. i know that is sad isn't it that's on the uh, that's in the apex that is on high street isn't right it? near the apex um uh, in in bury um it's bowed out in a musical style with the help of the john peel center in Stonemarket. um jason noble told me about this one thank you mate from the east anglin daily times i get quite a lot of my news uh, awesome. local stuff from the east anglin daily times so get yourself on there um the Stone Market music venue helped staff and shoppers enjoy the final hours of trading by providing DJs uh, in the form of Andrew Stringer, who helped to form the place, and James Hode from the Jopiel Centre. Um, they DJed all day. Oh, wow. All day on the Friday before the store closed in on Saturday, January 25th. So that's only a couple of days ago. Um, it's one of the three closing down nationally uh, with HMV bosses blaming high business rates and rents. So, you know, these... <laughs> that again then, look. Mm-hmm. Business rates. I mean, it, it's... You know, the amount of, of money that people have to just pay to be open, let oh, no. alone... Well, I run a restaurant, so I know as well. Yeah, oh, my God. So, yeah, so that, uh, it's Lanterns. Lanterns, no. yeah. yeah it is Lanterns, Chinese. yeah. Um, I forget, because it was it Clowns years ago? Years ago, yeah. yeah. Clowns. Oh, oh my goodness. gosh. There were no Clowns. <laughs> 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 the pictures of Clowns. Thank goodness. Thank God. But yeah, I mean, 
We've still got HMV in Ipswich. Yeah, but even then, I was so upset when that moved. Yes. To the cellmate. Uh, yes, it is. Tower Ramparts. Um, Tower Ramparts. I know, I know. We're I so old I, 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 get on the, I get on the bus. I'm like, Tower Ramparts. are like, where? I'm like, Sailor Ramparts. <laughs> I want to make a sale. And, and um, yeah, and I was sad about that. And I really hope it stays open in, mm. in the same way. Yeah, really absolutely. It's, it's they, you know, they've, they've introduced having local artists' music in HMV stores yeah, now to have. sort of try and save it a bit. Um, and the workers there are always lovely. Awesome. So lovely. Good old Jacko. He's yeah, always he's great for recommending you stuff. Really great. Um, so, yeah, uh, if, you, if you don't want to see any record stores closing down, head on to Out of Time Records oh, in Ipswich brilliant. and uh, head down to HMV to stop these things from happening. And one last, last news story, Bronwyn. What? So, <laughs> Harley's confused. Um, Beyonce, this is going global here, Jay-Z, Taylor Swift have all cancelled their Grammy appearances. Uh, Beyonce didn't even accept an award. Wow. Coming off the back of the Grammys that happened yesterday, um, that, was a, that was a train wreck. Just from start to finish. Yeah. <laughs> it really was. Like, I don't, that really was a thing of it came in threes, didn't it? Yes, it did. I mean, the crazy thing is, I mean, the show, you know, went off kind of without a hitch, but the fact of, so the Recording Academy CEO, Deborah Dugan, Mm-hmm. This is weeks ago. Uh, claimed in a 44-page complaint to the Equal Employment Opportunity Commission that she had been retaliated against for other uncovering misconduct, including sexual harassment, Ugh. vote rigging, and rampant conflicts of interest uh, within the board. Uh, the, ca- the academy, in turn, said that an assistant had complained about a toxic and bullying work environment from Duggan mm-hmm. and had demanded a $22 million payoff to leave quietly. Uh, a charge Duggan has denied. So. It's it's basically she alleged rape against somebody, right? And they kicked her out as oh CEO. As CEO. Um, so you know, obviously, there's people like Taylor Swift and Beyonce are not going to be wanting to be involved in that conversation. No, no. Um, and and Jay Z is like, I'm not going to turn up by myself. Without and my also, wife. this is awful. Yeah, yeah, that too. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you know, this this comes off the back of loads of controversy that's happening well, like, with the Grammys. It's like, yeah, and it's like the Me Too movement again. It's still going on. Mm. And it's just, I feel like there's so many skeletons in Hollywood's closet. <laughs> like, it's never going to be empty. Exactly. So many skeletons, so many boners. So, it's, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it's the problem. Like, these people just can't keep it in their pants. Why they can't, can't. They, can't. they just can't. And, and like, the, uh, into a plant or whatever. It's just this, it's <laughs> so just wrong. wrong. Uh, anyway, it's this the thing of, like, so off the back of that, it's, there was also the fact of Kobe Bryant, so sad. R.I.P. 41 years old. And his daughter, 13. 13. That is crazy. In a, in a helicopter crash. Um, legendary basketball player. But the Staples Centre is the venue for the Grammys. And that is just the L.A. Lakers hometown. Yeah. And it's their home home turf. And Kobe was a big, uh, you know, a, such a phenomenal player and, yeah. and brought that place up from the ground. So on the day of the, the Grammys, this is when it happens. Mm-hmm. Um, and all of his fans turn up and all the L.A. Lakers fans turn up and they're like, we want to be in the building. We want to pay our respects. Um, and they weren't let in. So there was just people just protesting outside, uh, you know, social media blowing up and just being like, the Grammys should be cancelled so that we can mourn. Um, what else was there? And uh, so, yeah, it's just... And also off the back of just be, uh, quite an undiverse mix of um, nominations. Yes, as well. that was another thing. That was like that again last year. And you think they would have learned. Yeah. And still. It doesn't happen. I it think doesn't it, happen. It just shows that social media outrage just doesn't happen. No. I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't do much. It doesn't do much. It, 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 literally, <laughs> it literally blows up for a good, say, week, two weeks, maybe even a month. And then it comes back around again as like you're just history repeating itself yeah. like all the time. Exactly. So like, you know, just to say that we live in a post Me Too movement or whatever, uh, or like Oscars so yeah. white or whatever, it, it doesn't, you know, it, it's, a, it's a constant battle, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, you know, I was listening to, to, to an interview from, from Puff Daddy or P Diddy, whatever now. Um, over the past decade, for example, just one non-white artist has won an album of the year and that was Bruno Mars. Um, crazy. Right? So... Um, when you really think of it like that, you think, that is actually crazy. Yeah. With the amount of like diverse artists there are out there. Incredible like you, stuff. You know, out all there. of it. And then they, and you think, wow, they haven't won. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You, th- you, you think back d- and you think, really? Like Childish Gambino, um, you know, Awaken My Love, Redbone. That's a great that album. is an incredible album. Should have won album of the year. It didn't. 
Yeah. Stubbed by something that I can't remember what it is. So there we go. Anyway, uh, I was going to go into who won what, but who cares? Um, yeah, I know. You can it find it somewhere really, else. Yeah, you'll find it. It's, all, it's everywhere. Yeah, exactly. And that leads us on to the question. Thing I found report back this morning. Jingle. Jingle. Uh, Bronwyn, do, do award ceremonies work anymore? Do you know what? No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they do. I think... Back when the Grammys, I mean, I remember the Oscars and the Grammys and the Golden Globes. And this is and this is going back to when I was probably a kid, like 13. Right. They were so important. They were like, it really was about appreciating talent. Really. And it there wasn't as many, um, what's the word, genres and, and things like that and categories and right. stuff. So it was kind of like it was a real competition. To, to really prove yourself. And now I think it's it's all about who's wearing what on the red carpet, <laughs> yeah. who's going out with who, yeah. oh, they've turned out turned up with this person. And then when you get there, you actually don't really care about the music. The music. And also a lot of the awards, um, the ones that are really, really important, like screenplays, the writers, or you know, mm. um producing all that that never gets aired brush under the carpet so yeah. that kind of and they're actually the ones that make yeah it wouldn't be a thing with them it wouldn't be a thing without them so I, I do think it's changed a lot since then I think yeah. it's more about what people look like than what they've actually achieved it's very interesting isn't it I mean because you we, we've heard about Billie Eilish winning you know clean and house mm-hmm. um, but it's it's very much for the people that are kind of already famous. Yes. Like, you know, they, they don't need it's no, this exposure. There's no real new up and coming. Exactly. Up and comers. They're already, they've already made exactly. it. You've got the Mercury Prize, um, but again, can can be very biased. And mm-hmm. you get these sort of, you know, it's almost payola with the board sometimes yep. with these things. I mean, some people would say that it isn't, but, you know, there's always corruption everywhere. Yeah, um, but, right. But the, the thing is, like, we, I've looked at sort of you know some some data for this, and if you look at the sales and streamings and downloads and stuff like this from the week before the Grammys and the week after, there's barely any change. You see a change. That's interesting. I didn't know that. Right. You see a change in physical album sales, um, right. because people are like, okay, like they're out in they're out on in you know in their locality and there's a record store and they'd be like Grammy winners winners Grammy Nom- <laughs> uh, Gra- Grammy windmills and nominees <laughs> nominees <laughs> Win- windmills and nominees um, uh, are like will be on like a big old you know plaque outside yeah. saying come get it and I guess I guess that's a positive but yeah. again how long does that last for? and again that's only boosting sales from the top one percent exactly um, so it's you know, it, it it does affect it, but streaming barely changes, That's and now and downloads barely change either. Um, and that just shows because we are very much in the streaming era, mm-hmm. and most people will listen to their playlists that are recommended on their tastes, and most of the time they won't be sitting there thinking about. Okay, let's get a playlist that's of Grammy nominees. Yeah, they don't think like that anymore. You know, they're going for a run. They did back in the day, right? But again, that would be like they'd listen to like the Now albums. Yeah, you know, that's what I call pop, whatever. Um, And and so you know, those things, those songs will be on there, and they'll already know them. So I don't know. I think. I think award ceremonies are a great thing when they are, you know, supporting up and coming artists like the Mercury Prize, Um, but. Now it's just glitz and glam. It's just a TV show. I think so. It's just a TV show with ratings. So it's people that are at the very top of the business and, you know, and in the TV industry mm-hmm. that are making the money off these, not really the music industry. And they're not seeing a big no. uptake. And you can and you can tell that as well by, okay, forget the actual scandal that was happening. But even before that, so many artists like Beyonce and Taylor Swift and stuff, they actually weren't, they couldn't be bothered to turn up yeah. now, uh, the last few years right. um, without a scandal to make them not turn up. Like yeah. before it was the thing to be at. If you were invited to the Grammys as an artist, you could tell their excitement. You could tell it meant so much. But now it's like just another red carpet, just yeah. like whatever it is. So I don't, yeah. And they need right. like an army of security just yeah. to be there like, all the time. Yeah. So yeah. All right then. So let's quickly get on to... Well, I say quickly. This is going to take some take a while. Oh, I know. From when you're going to need to get your phone out, mate. It's on. I'm ready. (laughs) You got this. So we're going to get to the giggles, ladies and gentlemen. Let's giggle uh, the gigs. Uh, It's Independent Music Venue Week um, all week. 
there's so much good stuff going on. Um, there's stuff on tonight. And if you listen to this on the podcast, it's, it's, tonight is Monday, uh, the 27th. So you should listen live on IO Radio 2 till 3 every Monday to get the real gig list. Um, our first one up on the list is the Reemerge Local Band Night. It's for uh, Ipswich uh, Independent Venue Week. That is tonight, Monday 27th, 7.30 at the John Peel Centre for Creative Arts. That includes Sandcastle Jesus, Colchester, nice. very young. They're crazy. I think they look about 15. Somewhere. Oh, really? um, we've got the Palomino Kings. They're sort of Colchester-based, like Americana. I uh, got the Salvador. Nice. Which are the we guys that... boys. Yeah, they support Ed Sheeran. And uh, Fleas. I don't know these guys, but I couldn't find any of their music. Um, So, yeah, there's loads of it going on. Uh, Bronwyn, can you see the next one? I can, I can. So, again, Monday 27th. Yes. Smokehouse. So, here, right here. Right here. And we've got Penelope Isles, Suds, and The Naked French. Naked French are fun. They're from Ipswich. Yeah. I need to get out. See, if I didn't work in a restaurant, I need to get out (laughs) at the weekend. That's the problem with hospitality. Yeah. I know. Um, Yeah, you can't be very hospitable to yourself. (laughs) Um, Right. So, the next one we've got are WH Lung and Flow So. That's uh, Tuesday, 28th, at the Smokehouse in Ipswich. They've got gigs every week that one is every day of the week that one's actually sold out that's awesome so that's good so you know you're like oh I might go to that one too bad too late there's actually quite a few of those here what we got next mate so we've got Tuesday 28th uh, John Peel again and we've got Rev Hammer and Sanchiar is that right Sanchiar Thai oh I don't know I don't, I don't know. know either of them Sanchiar. Uh, yeah, it's like, quite nice. Yeah. yeah, I like that. That's good. I don't know what the music is going to sound like, but <laughs> you guys can tell us, right? You can let us know on the podcast. Yeah, let us know. Um, next one, we've got Wednesday 29th at 7.30 at the Smokehouse. We've got Toy, White Flowers, and Graceland. Uh, that one is sold out. So, nah, nah, so nah, nah. cool. I <laughs> love this. All of it's sold out, mate. It's yeah, great. Yeah, bring it on. What's next, Bronwyn? Next, we've got Wednesday 29th, again, John Peel, and it's Dystopian Sound Collective. Yes. That's, is that one full name? Yes. Okay. They are crazy. It's Andrew Kolscher, Zeeb, uh, from back in the day, runs ipswitchgigs.co.uk. It's all just very strange music that you can still dance to. Love that. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, you guys just check this out. It's going to be strange. All right, the next one we have is Thy Last Drop, plus support from Skiffuffle. Thy Last Drop, we've played them on the show before. If you like your steampunky, kind of folky sing-along, hey, stuff. Um, right. That's at Thursday, 7.30 at the John Peel Centre for Creative Arts and Stay Market. Fantastic. And then the next one we've got, again, Thursday um, at the Smokehouse, the venue. And there's a running theme here. We've got Girl Ray, Polly Preacher, Marks, I can't even say it, Masked Marcus. That's a tongue twister. There's and that was also sold out. Boom. Smokehouse are on it. I love this. To be pow, pew, and boom at the same time. But I, I love it. I like it. Boom. Um, <laughs> Puma. Um, Next, we've got Thursday, January 30th at 7 o'clock at the Steamboat Tavern in Ipswich. They're doing stuff all week as well. Uh, Casual nausea, if you like your just thrashy punk that just make your eyes melt. Um, Massacre, Mouse Brass, and our mates Fisty Cuffs. cuffs. Have a good one, boys. Um, Yeah, the Steamboat, they've got stuff on all all week so yeah if you if you if you if you don't know what to do when you're that end of town get down the steamboat love it um next one i'm i'm biased but i'm actually part of this so please come <laughs> it's um a five for five night at the apex in berry on friday the 31st of january and that has got connor adams which i'm also singing in the band with reno and rome i think <laughs> we've got a track from them today haven't yes, we? we do um false hearts queen dogs and the lovely um leon o'leary good old it's bean. gonna be a great night so that's always is... a great night yeah we played that once it's i've brilliant. not played that one you sh- oh, you need to get on. You'd be great. That'd be fun, right? You should get on. I'm so that's Friday, thirty first of January. Now, is it five for five? Because it's five bands for a fiver. Yep, five bands for a fiver. I, I mean, there's no that. excuse. That's incredible, right? For you not to turn up. Really. <laughs> yeah. And it's a venue that is really, it is really it? is epic. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's an epoch in itself. Um, Friday 31st, um, there are other bands on this bill at the John Peel Centre, but the most important one is Fish Claw. Fish Claw. Uh, they're just so good. I remember seeing them at the Swan. We did, they did like a, a, a gig in the round where we all just sort of surround them in the, in the courtyard outside. And it's that. just ethereal folk. Um, oh. Absolutely beautiful. So, yeah, nice. check out Fish Claw uh, Friday 31st at the John Peel Centre. Um, We've got, you, oh, I'm not no. sure if you're going to be able to read this. Um, so <laughs> I will. It's supposed to be right. I, 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 I'm guessing it's Dingus card. Yeah. Okay. Good. Not not dingies. A dingies card. <laughs> That's a typo. Sorry. Thirty um, first Friday Smokehouse. That is uh, including EMF. That's, oh, EMF. Sorry. I no, that's it. That. But that we can't say it on the radio. It's Earth Mother. 
Oh, I see. Yeah, they're okay. they're great though. If uh, you like your yeah, <laughs> mother farmer. Um, if uh, if you like your sort of MC5, Iggy and the Stooges, uh, and just noise rock, get onto that one. Friday thirty okay. first at the Smokehouse. We've also got Three Wise Monkeys in Colchester. We've got Ghosts of Men, Shooty and the Bang Bang, and Killer Tricks. They are frying at the Three Wise Monkeys in Colchester on Friday. Um, but if you can't make that, don't worry, because there's there's more later on in the week. What's next? So Saturday um, at 7.30, Smokehouse, Ipswich, Suffolk. We've got Verb T, Rye Shabby and DJ Madnice. Yeah, I wasn't sure if it was Madness or Madnice. Oh, yeah. Oh, Do you yeah. reckon it's Madness or Madnice? I think you're right, Matt. You can tell how uncool I am. By it's Madnice. <laughs> yeah, I think Mad Nice. I hate you, Uncle. Matt, no, I think you're right. I think it's a play on words. I oh, like you reckon? Or he's just Mad Nice. He's or just he's a just nice mad guy. Nice. Yeah, Mad Nice. He's Mad Nice. Um, so, yeah, we played their track earlier. Um, and, uh, yeah, so you've got to check them out. That is Verb T. Uh, it's called A Question of Time. Um, next one. Hoof. Hoof. Uh, hoof. It's got an explanation mark. <laughs> explanation mark. <laughs> It says this is how you say it. Well, the explanation mark is that hoof actually stands for hot octopus on face. Oh, I love that. <laughs> um, and I, I, I've got from from good um, uh, brains, i.e., my girlfriend, that uh, hot octopus is also a sex toy. Apparently, I love the fact she knows that. <laughs> of course, she does. She is like my spirit animal. Yeah. I love her so much. <laughs> she is an animal. Um, right. <laughs> so there's their single and video launch at Coda in Colchester. Have you been to Coda yet, yet, Brom? Coda, Coda, Coda. It's just down the road from Three Wise Monkeys. Do you know, what? I don't think I have. Incredible. Apparently, it's supposed to be amazing. You should gig there. Yeah, we gigged at the, the Three Wise Monkeys in Colchester, yes. um, and I think. Ben and Dave went to Coda afterwards, nice. but we went home and they said it was wicked. Yeah, it's wicked. Yeah. It's like a bigger version of the Swan. Yeah, that's what I heard. Absolutely okay. mental. So yeah, that is Hoof. Um, next, we've got um, Arms to Oblivion, our mates, good old Marcus, and Obsisa. They're playing at the Black Horse in Ipswich. That is Saturday, the 1st of February. If you like your metal, if you like a bit of Pantera, a bit, of, ba- a bit of Lamb of God, check them out Saturday, 1st of February at the Black Horse in Ipswich. Lovely. And then we've got Saturday, 1st of February, the Steamboat Tavern, oh. Luminous Bodies, which we heard earlier. Oh, yes. Um, and they were awesome. Ghosts of Men, oh. Bad Stone. I feel like that is going to be one crazy heavy night. That's that's my pick for the week. That's, I bet it yeah, that's that is. That's one I'm can, really looking forward to. I know. To. You, were, you were literally saying that earlier. Yeah. So, yeah. so um, yeah, if you can get yourself down, I'm going to be there full on headbanging. I don't have much hair left um, after my haircut, but <laughs> I'm going to be trying to headbang. That, yeah, I cannot wait for that one. Love it. And the last one we've got is a Steamboat as well. Again, Steamboat have got so much going on this week. Uh, on Sunday, the second, uh, the afternoon, Steamboat are having Beard Effects. Mm. Good old Bean. He does the lights here at the Smokehouse and he's just incredible. Beard, beard Effects. He's, he play, it's just him by himself with a guitar and a very, very long beard that's now like a dread now. It's incredible. And he plays this, uh, this pedal board and it loops stuff but also makes it turns his audio into MIDI so that it makes these kind of drum sounds, synth sounds, That's harp so sounds, cool. everything like a different it's, kind of loop uh, pedal work. I love that. Absolutely, and like you know, he's got this this great kind of vibe where he, he works at loads of festivals. Like you know, you put him on it and put him on a lineup, and it's just stuff that you can like, like straight away just love yeah, get into. But still be like kind of like Portis Head, bit massive attacky nice. kind of thing. So beautiful. Um, so good luck when that one is. Um, I think we did well with that. We got through it somehow. There are so many gigs. Shout out to Ipswich Gigs for for putting them all up and for the grapevine and for Webby for for you know for showing us what we what we can put up on here. We're gonna quickly have a look to look at the game this week. Okay, oh God. Oh God. I'm so rubbish at these. I can't <laughs> even tell you. Don't make me do it. I'm, I'm the worst. So the game this week was uh, insert a band or artist name into a well-known phrase. I'll start. Share and share alike. See, I should have taken that one because it's right in front of me. <laughs> I can do it with my voice today. <laughs> yeah, you could do the... you got like... I'm actually sweating at the thought of doing this. Okay. You, I can't do it. Okay, okay. Um, there's some I can't say on this. <laughs> um, what about what the Ashley, Ashley Bell's one? Was Ashley good. Bell's one. Oh, yeah. Okay, so, so, oh, where there's a Will Young, there's a Lil Wayne. I love that so much. That's a double header. That is a double header. Double header. Um, we've got, uh, what else we got here? Uh, oh, Tom McCarthy, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him blink 182. I love that. That's right. Anything with blink in it, I'm, yeah. I'm obsessed. <laughs> exactly, right? Um, so let's see what else we got here. Uh, Daft Punk makes the world go round. What? What are you talking about? Daft Punk makes the world go round. See, that's something I would say. Does, does that make sense? <laughs> um, chart attack is the best form of defense. Thank you, Carl. Oh, nice, <laughs> nice. Good boy. Um, Sonic youth is wasted on the young. 
Like that. That's another car one. That's a good one. There's been some really, really... Oh, the Gary Moore, the merrier. That's really good. Uh, no skin dread off my nose. Okay, I think that's tied favourite with uh, Ashley's. Oh, one. good, good, good. Yeah. So that's Sam Baker, nice one. Um, all right, Rob went mental on this, absolutely. Cause he, what, he, Lewis? Yeah, he does <laughs> every time. What was he got in the Nick Cave of Time? Nice. Yeah, see, there we go. Uh, there's so much. I mean, I've got to see if I can... Because the problem is I post it in lots of different places, so try to find it... Um, Oh, yeah. There's another one from Ashley. Okay. Uh, Life is what happens when you're busy making simple plans. So good. Beautiful. Beautiful. Um, that should be on a bumper sticker. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Do it. Do it. Do it. <laughs> it, it with, 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 yeah. With, with a little Wayne in we'll there. We'll sponsor you. Um, what's another one? All, all work and no play makes Jack a dull boy zone. <laughs> good old Keith. Thanks, mate. Um, uh, what, there, was, there was another one. That was, there's so many really good ones on here. I've got to get one from Rainer in here. Um, the greatest glory in living is not in never falling, but in rising every time I die. Love that's that's like deep. <laughs> that's, that's I'm actually wearing his t-shirt right now underneath, you? underneath my jumper. Goazi. Yeah. See, I'm doing, I'm doing, I'm promoting. Is that right? right yeah, see, there we go. This is what we do here. Go out and smash it. Um, <laughs> oh, crikey, what else we got? Oh yeah, Dirk from Bravo. Uh, Saturday mornings in Stone Market where I teach. Two wrongs don't make a right, said Fred. Oh my god, I love that. <laughs> yes. Uh, god, I've got to find one some from uh, from from Rob. Oh, come on, Rob. Where's where's the best one you've got? Where's the best one you've got? I don't think he hasn't come out on top on this one as much. I'm I sorry, Rob. Think, no, sorry, Rob. I will reply to your message as well. I'm so sorry. It's because I've been so busy. Keep calm and carry Underwood. No. No, sorry, Rob. Is that you, Rob? Oh. That is, I'm sorry, Rob. No, you failed. So. <laughs> There is there is some really really good ones, um, but yeah, if you can think of some, let us know. Get on the Facebook page and uh, and we do games every single Monday, and we will read out your stuff if you are a genius. Yeah. And if you can think of a game to play, I've already been. Thank you to Chris Burness for next week's game. Um, can you tell us what it is or not. No. Ooh, okay, okay. So people sure? get a warm up. Yeah. It's going to be insert. Uh, so <laughs> quick, finish that sentence. Uh, <laughs> insert. <laughs> um, insert a, um, a band name into a, a Suffolk place. Oh, no, I like that. Okay, it gives me a good week to, like, figure it out. Yeah, I think Chris... What is, oh, I think it was... Chris said something like Iron Maidenhead or something like this, but I don't think that's actually in Ipswich. Oh, in Suffolk. There was what he said. Oh, he said a okay, really said good one. one. Okay. I'm going to find one. I'm going to find it. But, so, Bronwyn, I want to say a massive, massive thank you for joining me oh, today. Oh, I've loved it. I hope you have me back. Oh, absolutely. I mean, Harley's away for seven weeks, so oh, you... Oh, perfect. <laughs> exactly. Put me in the diary. Yeah, exactly. I would love it. But, um, yeah, so thank you very much. Check out Underline the Sky, everybody. We will play them. Uh, probably every show. We've got a new single coming out. Don't worry, you'll you'll be getting that soon. Oh, when does it go? Uh, a couple of weeks. Couple of weeks. Hopefully, couple yeah, weeks. Hopefully. Dave's shouting it out, the, out the radio like, right now. Yeah, he's shouting out the radio, or going, "No, it's not." <laughs> yeah, we haven't. Really. But we do have one. We have. One, oh, I'm so, so looking forward to it. Where did you record it? Uh, in our studio, awesome. our bedroom studio. Oh, yeah. that's so good. All your all your stuff sounds really good on Thank the studio. You. So, all right, we're going to play a track by Reno and Rome that was released at the end of last year. This is cool. Oh, it's a good one, isn't it? It's one that actually flew onto the radio for me. I didn't actually know it was a thing. So Yeah, it did. It did kind of just kind of kind of went and then yeah. now I feel like it's coming back again. Good. It's so. coming back in, man. We're bringing it back. Yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen, uh, thank you for listening. We love you and stuff. This is Treat Me Better by Reno and Rome. Stay awesome. <laughs> 